0: Is a boardwalk audio podcast. The Meat Improv. Hello and welcome to the Potatoes Mm -hmm. Improv.
1: Mm. Potatoes Improv.
0: (laughs) Improv. Nerd Talk Improv Inside Baseball Nerd Talk. For our Patreon subscribers. Yes, hello and welcome. Hi, welcome. (laughs) Um, This week, uh, uh, it's just Jake and I, Mm -hmm. um, and we're sort of very loosely going to use our episode um, with Joan Ford and Kate Raft as a jumping off point here. Yeah. Um, But honestly, a lot of the things that we did in that episode uh, uh, are sort of related to things that we've done before, such as like pulling direct unusual behavior from the openings, mm-hmm. right? Kate was on instant message when her house was on fire. We did one about a serial killer being in the house. Yeah. Um uh one was I guess a Scary Legoland. <laughs> scary Legoland, yeah. Which is sort of one guy thinking it's very scary. <laughs> right? Yeah, uh, as opposed to the whole group. Um <clears throat> Um, and, um, yeah, other stuff. Of course we had our standard, uh, Bradley Bradley Cooper Cooper scene. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, that was, that was of course going to happen with Kate in the mix here. She (laughs) loves, uh, she loves the stars born. Maybe thought about it more than anyone I know. Uh, uh, anyway, a delightful episode, uh, great stories. I think Joan's story in particular was, was, was a highlight for me. Um, one that was kind of so honest and vulnerable and had elements to it where I was like, well, I don't want to even try to poke fun at this. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to look probably for more specifics to pull than I am for like, um, you know, making any sort of fun of like, <clears throat> I don't know the, the, the guy who was dressed like a villain at Disneyland. Right. Or like presenting as yourself. I don't yeah. feel like that was like, it's not, not a topic that I'm like particularly comfortable poking fun at because uh, it's not my place, I would say. Yeah. Anyway, that's not, we've talked about stuff like this before on the potatoes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just didn't have a take. Uh, yeah. I don't think there's really a take to be had from our end, mm-hmm. uh, at least. I don't know. I couldn't think of it, so <laughs> I stayed away. Um, but I guess what we'll talk about today, um, well, uh, Jake and I have done some workshops together, mm-hmm. uh, especially when we tour, I guess, is when yeah. we combine, um, but we do our workshops on our own. Um, and Jake, when we were combined for a workshop, our workshop was called Focus and Fun, uh, so Let's talk about just a little bit of that. So Jake, tell me about you took the the focus or the framing part yeah. of the workshop. And you told me something on the road that I hadn't heard. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, that's a that's a good one, Jake." Uh, <laughs> a little uh, construct or whatever you'd want to call it that you have to sort of help people. Well, you you said yeah, that me. Yeah.
1: Um, uh I just I <clears throat> my approach to it, uh, that I tried to, uh, illustrate is, um, I kind of came up with a framing triangle. Uh, maybe we'll all try and include the image, uh, so that it's, uh, for those visual learners. Uh, but the idea is that, uh, when you're framing someone's unusual behavior, what's unusual in the scene, um, you want to try and make it uh surprising and inevitable, uh, which are, Just terms I stole from a screenwriting book. Um, (laughs) Which one? uh, I think how to write action movies. I think it's called like action movie screenwriting or something like that. I can't remember. It might also be cut to the chase, which is the UCLA extension one. Um, But the third act of any good screenplay should be surprising and inevitable. Uh, And what that means is like uh, Spider-Man should save the day. That's inevitable. But how he saves the day should be surprising. Uh, It's basically another way of just saying like you're giving your audience expectations uh, and then you're going to meet those expectations in surprising ways. Um, And I use a triangle to say that the base of the triangle is broad framing. So if you say like, hey, you're being weird, um, that's all surprise. There's nothing really inevitable about that because uh, weird can mean so many different things. Um, So you want to like move it up the triangle where it's more narrow. And then, uh, but at the tip of the triangle is all inevitability. Um, So if you say, like, the example I always use is like waiters who are nauseated by food. so that frame falls in the middle which of is the a triangle. Dana Carvey sketch. Yes, from the uh, Dana Carvey show. The, or from the Dana Carvey show with Steve Carell and Steve Stephen Colbert. Yeah, and you can watch it uh, on the Hulu documentary, Too Funny to Fail, um, which is where a lot of this inspiration came from. Is like, um, what's his name? Uh, Schmeigel, Robert Schmeigel. Mm-hmm. Schmeigel, Schmeigel. Robert Schmeigel. Um, they interview him and he basically says, "Like, uh, We've got to put a title card at the beginning of this sketch. Like, you've got to tell the the audience exactly what to expect. Um, otherwise, they're going to be lost. And I think the same is true in an improv scene. If you don't uh, find that frame in that scene, you could be patternizing stuff. You could be heightening stuff. But if the audience doesn't know what it is, they're going to be reticent to laugh because they have no expectations. Um, so waiters who are nauseated by food is the middle of that triangle. Because uh, it's inevitable that these waiters will be nauseated by food, but it should be surprising how they're nauseated and what food makes them nauseated. Mm-hmm. Um, so then the tip of the triangle I use is like maybe being too specific. So if you said, and now uh, waiters who puke over the word chowder, uh, that's going to be inevitable. But after the third or fourth time, it's going to lose its surprise. <laughs> so you want something that plants and expectations in the audience's head. Um in the same way that a movie does, right? If you've gone to a movie and it's been disappointing, uh, it, there one, uh, possible reason is, um, the ending made no sense because you had no expectations. It wasn't inevitable or, um, you saw the ending coming. So you weren't surprised by it. Uh, and improv kind of, I think improv scenes sort of follow a similar structure in that regard.
0: Great. Um, Yeah, that made sense to me. I hadn't really thought of it that way. So you're saying you want to hit the middle of the triangle. Yeah. Basically. Is there anything to the sides of the triangle? or Um, uh, You know what I'm saying? Or is it just build from the bottom up? It's more just like...
1: I'm asking because I don't know. Yeah. um, (laughs) Well, the reason I use a triangle uh, as opposed to what I say is like a bullseye is that it's not an exact science. So sometimes I'll see people uh, hesitant to frame because they're worried they're not going to get it right Mm -hmm. um, versus like you just got to hit the middle of that triangle. And what I encourage people to do is like the frame, the literally the borders of the triangle is where I show what the frame is. Um, But it's the idea that um, words I try and tell people to work out of their vocabulary are like extreme, inappropriate, weird. Yeah. Uh, cause that plants too many variations in people's heads. Um, uh, I, that relates yeah. to the pattern game as well. I yeah. would say
0: when I'm teaching the pattern game, one thing that I find is not very helpful is when someone's like inappropriate, children's tv shows right or whatever like that might get us started to pitch some stuff uh um but or whatever inappropriate blank inappropriate whatever it would be more helpful in the pattern game if you're starting from there inappropriate children's shows to like uh get a little more specific i would Mm -hmm. say like so children's shows with adult themes with two adult themes or yeah. whatever. Maybe even more specific than that. Children's shows dealing with, I don't know, I was going to say death, but then I remembered that like Mr. Rogers documentary <laughs> where he like definitely did that. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Yeah. But what I find in a pattern game, people will often just pitch, like, inappropriate children's shows, inappropriate cartoons, inappropriate whatever. And it's just, like, you're not helping me with any sort of premise there. Yeah. Uh, You're going to actually age your premise by, like,
1: narrowing in a little bit. Right, yeah. Um, Inappropriate could just be another word for unusual so what you're just sort of saying is like you're gonna see a scene about an unusual uh children's programming and it's like yeah hopefully (laughs) Uh, now what kind of uh, is it Um, yeah yeah i think if the audience doesn't have expectations it's really hard for them to engage with the content which is why so many sketches have those title cards up top uh the pilot for Chappelle show originally didn't have him talking, people introducing the sketches and it didn't perform as well because people were like, wait, what am I, why is little John in the office, in the doctor's office? Like, yeah, yeah. and all he has to say is like little John going to the doctor's office. And he the- says like little John says three things. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. What? Okay. What is it? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, that is, Interesting. I never thought of Chappelle's show that way. I just thought it was like an excuse to see Chappelle talking, which is one of the things he's good at. Yeah. One of the things. Um, um, okay, cool. So, uh, so the way that this kind of sketch talk, I guess, or not sketch talk, relates to improv is, um, that sometimes uh, when I guess like you're leaning into a scene or when you, when you kind of are getting to like the rub of your scene and the Mm -hmm. first few lines, you understand what's going on. Uh, We're trying to find sort of a focus or a label a -hmm. lot of times that sort of like lays the groundwork for the most fun. Right. So um, uh, yeah, Uh, this is something I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of like how I would, what I would put on both the bottom and the top of your triangle. Yeah. So the bottom of the triangle, when I'm watching students uh, and it's too vague, it is often this thing of like, let's say Jake was being somebody who didn't tip, Mm -hmm. let's say. Uh, It wouldn't be very helpful for me to be like, that's rude. Right. Uh, Or like, that's not cool or whatever. So oftentimes... Um, when I see like, I, I will often challenge a student like this. So they'll be like, so what's weird about him? What do you think? And they'll be like, that's not nice. Like, how is it not nice? Mm-hmm. And then they'll be like, cause it's rude. And I'll be like, how is it rude? <laughs> and yeah. like, I, I, this is one way that I will actually push a student on stage it's through side coaching is to try to get them to like go over that hurdle and be like, and just to say out loud, this server works and depends on tips mm-hmm. for their wage. Yes. So me not, so you not participating in that, uh, is, uh, not only rude, but like <laughs> you're, you're not being considerate. Right. Of like the person. Yeah. Y- y- I don't know. You're not being considerate of not only the person's livelihood, but just societal right norms that we should subscribe to. Yes. Right. That might not be the, even the clearest label, but, I'll push them to say that so that they can like then go into the scene and be like, Hey man, <laughs> like people tip and that's just how society works. You're not going to change that. So like right tip. And now it's not just rude. Now this person has a, a little bit of a di- like a direction in that. Like I don't subscribe to this like, to society. mumbo jumbo yeah, that yeah. society wants to do. Yeah. Um, on the other end of that, the two specific stuff, can oftentimes be an excuse i think i might have mentioned this with sarah i'm gonna forget i forget exactly what we're talking about forgive me if i repeat myself jake and i talk improv yeah. all Almost week all day yeah <laughs> uh so sometimes we're not going to remember exactly what we said where i do that all the time in classes i'm like have i given this example yeah <laughs> and they're like yeah twice I'm Like, <laughs> great <laughs> well i think it's important <laughs> um anyways sometimes it'll be too specific of a framing mm-hmm. uh, of like uh <sighs> you don't like that waiter because he fucked your wife or something right, like that. Right, yeah. Where it's like, oh, what's well, okay, now, one, that's not that weird. Yes. I wouldn't tip someone who <laughs> 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 fucked my wife. No. I'm so sorry for that graphic example. <laughs> um, uh, so it's almost like not weird anymore. But yeah. But two, now it's sort of about like wife and that's it a little bit. Right. I don't know. Maybe not the clearest example. Uh, What if it was like they didn't do my potatoes right. Like, they didn't give yeah. me the p- potatoes like I wanted them or whatever. Now, again, you're just going to be talking about potatoes. Right. <laughs> and so when I find that I'm like, I haven't paved that road for fun for myself or when I when my students maybe haven't done it, mm-hmm. it's either too broad and we have no focus or and we're not like getting to like the heart of the issue or it's so specific like you were saying where we're just it becomes about like nouns like you're saying the same words over and over and honestly for me one one indication that I got to like do a little more work in an improv scene is when I'm saying the same thing over and over and Mm -hmm. I'm not getting to like what's a little bit more beneath that yeah so even if it was they didn't do my potatoes right you have to be like you have to be like so you're too picky or so yeah, like, uh, um, I don't know. Some, something beneath that. Yeah.
1: It's just about the potatoes. Sometimes I'll take the average of the two. Uh, so it's like potatoes feels very specific to me. Um, and like, uh, um, uh, like, a broader thing might be, like, uh, you're being mean. So I might take the average of the two sort of and so, sort of say, like, so you think uh it's okay to be mean if you're not getting your potatoes or something.
0: Uh, yeah, over some... You're being too mean about yeah. something
1: very small. Yeah, yeah, maybe. yeah. Um Or, like, you've uh, prioritized potatoes over other people's livelihood or something. And then it's like, okay, um now I can... S- and what I... What I've been telling students lately is like, yes, you want to be descriptive, but I think equally important, you want to be prescriptive. You want to tell them how their behavior is going to be moving forward if you're framing somebody so it's like because sometimes we do especially when i improvise with josh like sometimes i'm just i have no idea why i'm doing the thing i'm doing <laughs> uh, until josh tells me why i'm doing it and then i'm like oh yeah and then i can start moving forward with that um so it's like he's saying what he's seeing me do but he's also telling me what i'm going to continue to do so sometimes when you go <clears throat> like you're being this way you haven't done it in a way that's prescriptive you haven't said like you actually are going to continue to play this way. Uh-huh. To continue. To I think the justification
0: is a big part of that too. So if I was like, you're being too harsh on this server over the potatoes. Yeah. That's usually me saying, here's the setup. Mm-hmm. And then I'm usually depending on even just one little line of like, well, the details matter. Yeah. And then usually if you say like the details matter, then it's like, great. Now that's what you're doing. Yes. Um Cool. Um, so yeah, when you're framing up the unusual thing in your scene, mm-hmm. it might feel weird or like laborious in a way to be like, you are being very <laughs> like aggressive about something very small that, yeah. d- that coming out of your mouth isn't going to feel like a laugh line. Right. But it is <clears throat> a line that probably will get a laugh, honestly, mm-hmm. uh, um, cause you're kind of saying what the audience is thinking. Yeah. But also paves the way for fun right uh and so something that i i don't know something that i'm big on in my half of the workshop that we do together and the fun part is specifics yeah Of like so now that we're done with the spe- we're not talking about specifics in terms of the framing mm-hmm. but now we're talking about the specifics uh within the frame yeah. right so <clears throat> um oh i'm trying to think of an example uh so like, so I did a scene recently where, uh, did I mention this? God damn it. I might've, <clears throat> where I was in a scene where it was like, uh, the game was, I was a character who couldn't read a room. Did I tell you this already? Does that sound familiar to you? I don't think so. Okay. So hopefully I didn't talk about it on here. Uh, <laughs> well, um, I forgot too. but the first thing I said was like. It was like a meeting of people who didn't know how to read a room. Pretty set them up, knock them down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, scene. Uh, and the first thing I said was like, uh, hi, Jerry, alcoholic, or whatever. She's <laughs> uh, like, no, it's not an AA meeting. What the hell is going This isn't the place to talk yeah. about your alcoholism or whatever. So uh, that scene could have become just like everyone thinking it's an AA meeting. And maybe that would have been a fun scene. But like the fun for me in that, particular scene was to stand up and just keep saying other things like confessions or other things where it's like, this is not the place this classroom (laughs) of like how to learn how to read a room is not the place for whatever the shit is I was saying. So I find a lot of liberty and fun in being specific. um, Once I find my frame Uh, throwing out like almost, I call it like following my tongue to like, Uh, a move if that makes sense yeah
1: how do you think of those specifics or do you have a
0: I just sort of like get an idea and then I kind of like just start talking or I'll if I know that like I don't know we did an episode a couple weeks ago about like me talking about podcasts or whatever Mm -hmm. so I would if I know that I'm talking about the most boring podcast in the world I'll just start with like what's boring to me yeah um it's a it's a podcast about wood and then i would just go with bob vila he's old now bob vila's very yeah. old uh but i don't know where this is going but if it's within the frame of like i am listening to the <clears throat> listening to the dumbest podcast on earth yeah i can start with wood bob vila he's very old he's actually <laughs> he, he can't even fix up homes anymore he's gone a little senile whatever that actually <laughs> sounds like a strangely interesting podcast <laughs> but <clears throat> i tell this to students a lot Instead of trying to play perfectly, if you recognize your frame throw out a specific yeah it doesn't even have to be a game move necessarily it could be just like solidifying your base reality so if, so if you're like being too uh God all these fucking dumb examples I'm giving if you're being like uh, uh too um willing to socialize in an office, let's say mm-hmm. f- saying what the office is is a free joke, yeah often or like um even saying what someone's wearing or or like what the character looks like or what they did earlier that week or what their favorite hobby is or whatever. Uh, Again, this is kind of a loose example, but, but I like using specifics Mm -hmm. and they don't even have to be funny, but they usually get a laugh if they're within the frame of, of a game. You know, who's the best at that is Chad Carter. Yeah. Uh, If anyone's ever seen him play, yeah, uh, I think he's in L.A. still. I don't see him very much anymore. We should get him back on the show. Yeah, he just did. I saw him at Facebook the other night. Okay. Uh, but he is the master of, like, staying inside the premise or the constructs yeah. of the game and sort of throwing out specifics that, like, will make your head spin. There's, yeah. He is so funny on his own within the structure of a game that, like, watching him, he was one of the guys I watched coming up, but I was like, man, how how do you... D- get there yeah and like uh yeah watching him and sort of like having to think about what made him great what makes him great sort of made me work to make exercises that way or to like try to practice mm-hmm. put into practice that kind of thing for myself
1: um regarding the guy uh, can't read the room what how do you determine whether it's like oh he th- is it too broad to say he can't read a room or is it too specific to say like he reads every room as if it's an AA meeting. Like, where, where do you find that sort of bad
0: I think if the rest of the group maybe thought it was an AA meeting, I would have stayed with that. Mm-hmm. But we are kind of throwing out a bunch of moves. It was, it's with one of my more, like, fast-paced teams, teacher, yeah. Teacher's Lounge. Uh, so... Sometimes in that particular group, and I like playing this way, so I'm not knocking it. Sometimes it's like every man for himself. We're just going to do a weird group game where no one here can read a room. And if it's in a bunch of different ways or people are making different moves, like, I don't know, that frees me up to like keep trying to Throw out a line, and I would wait for it too. Everyone else would be talking, and then, like in a lull, I would jump in. I think one of the things I said was like, "This is not that funny," especially in retrospect. But I said something about like, "I'm only able to climax while watching sports bloopers," <laughs>
1: or something like that.
0: <laughs> Which, again, it's I don't. I don't know where that even came from. It was yeah. something about like, I don't know. It wasn't really planned out when I said it. It was just like, I'm only able to climax during. Sp- sports blooper i don't know Some, i don't know where that came from but it, it wasn't like it was just a fucking dumb line but it got yeah. a laugh yeah you know because i no one was probably expecting that line and it was right. within like a game uh, yeah i do too much sexy dirty stuff uh, so do i <laughs> so yeah you probably know that if you're listening yeah. to this that's no that comes as no surprise <laughs> um you got anything
1: for like specifics or any any um i sort of play to the idea of filling buckets so um it's like uh i don't ever want people to this is kind of more character stuff but with specifics it's like everybody should be able to fill a a bucket with three specifics from something like uh And if that third one is hard, that's good uh, because it's going to be your take on it. And that's going to be kind of the fun thing. Like Mm -hmm. sometimes I'll say like three specifics about a refrigerator, right? And somebody will go like, "Uh, "It's you keep your food uh, cold. Um, It's like big and heavy. And then it's like, uh, and it smells like cheese or whatever. And then it's like, smells like cheese. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's like, that's that specific. That's like, oh, that only would come from this individual. So like I try and go like, if you get put in a position or with a behavior and it's like, Oh no, now I'm in an environment where I don't know a ton about it rather than devolving to, Oh, now you're just bad, uh, refrigerator repair guy or whatever. It's like, Fill that bucket with three things. And if that third one makes you scratch your head a little bit or it takes a second, it's like, that's good. I think maybe that's even to your point of like uh, following your mouth with it or whatever, uh, how you said it of like, yeah, let that next thing come out when you think of a refrigerator or whatever. It's like, you're not going to be wrong. Yeah. Um, Once we have that frame, in fact... I don't want your third thing to be my third thing. Like mm-hmm. you've set up the expectation for stuff about refrigerators. So like I'm now expecting it. And when you give yours, it's going to be surprising because it's not going to be mine. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I like to see. So when I, uh, I don't, I definitely don't uh, have as good a grasp on specifics as you do when you're teaching it. But my thing is like, I bet you can fill anything we're doing with three specifics about it. Yeah. Uh, And that'll get you through the scene. It it goes back to that nouns thing of like, if you're just holding tightly to um, baked potatoes because it's the only thing you know that's at the salad bar or whatever, that scene's going to devolve versus like, venture out and see if you can fill that bucket with two other things in the salad bar. Cause you'll either be right or you'll be wrong and that'll be the fun in it. Like, yeah. And I'd
0: say, I, I would pile on that and say like, instead of trying to be clever with those three specifics, just what does it make you think of? Yeah. It's kind of funny. You say the refrigerator thing, like what is my refrigerator? Like it's yeah. keeps your food cold. There's a bunch of condiments on the side, some of them repeating, and when I put my milk in the back, it freezes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, great, yeah.
0: like So there are actually specifics in there that I don't have to be clever about. I'm just like, thinking about my own refrigerator yeah, yeah. or thinking about my own whatever. And an embarrassing little button on that is that I do now kind of have an inkling where that <laughs> sports bloopers line <laughs> came from, which is... <laughs> The first time I ever, I don't want to say this, but I'm going to, this is a, this is for you, dear Patreon listener. Uh, One of the first time I ever like masturbated, I was watching ESPN and it was just incidental. I was like, (laughs) I was like, I didn't know what I was doing. And I was like watching ESPN like I did every night. And I was like, huh? Like, yeah, there was like, there you go. So I think I had that in my head of like, that's kind of embarrassing. I don't want to say that. And then I maybe just put on sports bloopers because it was funnier or or something, but I was a specific, a little bit. Wow. God, I'm embarrassed. Maybe I ended up editing out that last part. (laughs) Whatever. We all come of age in different ways. Yeah. Um, All right. Uh, Oh, yeah. One little... uh, Maybe let's do this. An exercise that maybe applies to this. So one that I have for specifics in in general is um, uh, the buzz exercise. I know I've done this with you, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Very simple exercise. You get two people on stage. You give them a one-word suggestion. Um, They do a scene and then whenever the back line or the instructor would like them to be more specific. You just say the word buzz and you like get more specific with it. So if it was like, Oh, I lost my job buzz. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't say like, Oh, my cat died. You're not changing it. It's not the short form game, new choice. It's like, Oh, I lost my job buzz. Oh, I lost my job at the hospital buzz. Oh, I lost my job at the hospital um, for uh, messing around with the needles or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, Uh, those scenes end up being really fun and it kind of puts people in the moment to like have to come up with these specifics. And again, most of the time when I'm doing improv exercises, I'm just working muscles. I'm trying to get these, get my students to like feel what it's like to like lean into something in a scene or to make a choice or to, to like flex that muscle uh, so that they're more able to do it next time around.
1: Yeah. Um, mine is very simple. I'm sure. Uh, it, I'm sure I got it from somebody and just uh, altered it slightly. But it's just two lines facing each other like tug of war. Uh, Let's say the line on the right makes an accusation. It should be something that you have no idea why somebody would do it um, because you don't want the answer to be obvious. Uh, So it shouldn't be like, why would you take money from the cash register? Because it's like I needed money. Um, So I encourage them to just like make a weird accusation. Then the line on the left, their job is to say, yes, I did it. Here's why I did it. And then the line on the right, frame it. And uh, similar to exercising that muscle is like you might frame it, and then and then the two the people go to the back of the alternating lines. And what I tell them is like, don't take that time. Kicking yourself when you're walking to the back of that line take that time going like could I have move that up or down the triangle? Was that too specific? Did it feel too broad okay. and pay attention to everybody else who's doing it um, One of the best compliments I got was like some team I coach saw a putty show and they were like, "You guys were so quick and fast like are we ever going to get that fast and quick?" And I was like, I'm a, we're actually not that quick you're looking at the culmination of 10 years of me w- doing bad frames. (laughs) like the only way you get better is by framing by saying like you're uh like it's like why'd you um paint googly eyes on all the produce, uh, at the supermarket or whatever. And it's like, oh, I just think like, um, having a lot of like, uh, eyes around makes you feel less lonely or something like that. And it's like, uh, you've, uh, that's a terrible one. Uh, <laughs> I like but, it. <laughs> uh, it's like, well, you've got to stop adding eyes to things around places to make it feel like company or something like that. And it's like, okay, is that way too specific? Is that going to be hard to continue to play? Like what would the middle of that be? Right. It's like you've got to stop animating stuff at the supermarket. It's like, great, cool. That feels a little easier. That yeah. feels broader. And so the idea is like, get a ton of reps in because that's how you'll appear quick uh, <laughs> later on down the road <laughs> well that's great uh so that's been it for this
0: episode of the potatoes if you have any questions you can hit J- uh jake and me up on twitter yes or please, or instagram or um on the patreon or the yeah. discord uh and also if you're listening to this and you have questions please god send them in yes the improv at gmail.com uh we need fodder for these things um obviously we can talk forever about it stuff but we, we this will be more fun if we're kind of interacting and yeah. thank you to everyone who's already subscribed yeah thank you so much uh, go to the meat improv or go to patreon.com slash the meat improv uh five dollar tier gets you every episode of this we do from here on out yeah uh, thank you so much for listening we'll see you next time on the potatoes potatoes <laughs> <laughs> yum, 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 yum. <laughs> Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit boardwalkaudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.